What's going on, people? What's going What's on? What's happening, man? Hello, Ali. Welcome to Collabs. Are you, how are you, my brother? I'm doing good, bro, man. Nice. How's this going with you, man? Good, good, man. Blessed as usual. Yeah. Thanks for having me here today. You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, tell us, can you just tell us about your profession? And yeah, I work as a senior biomedical scientist. So, senior biomedical scientist is a individual that works in the pathology laboratory where we diagnose any sort of diseases that the doctor suspects. So, it could be from any human specimens, it could come in any form or shape. What I mean by that is, it could either be your blood, it could be your sputum, it could be your feces, your urine. So, any human specimen. Is what do you call it tested in the laboratory and we try and make any diagnosis from there and then hold up yeah what what's sputum sputum is a medical term uh, f but I can tell you in the normal modern term sputum basically means saliva saliva yes, it sounds a little bit different even yeah, saliva is a bit medical but yeah. You just want to say like, like, I don't know, you can say spit or something like that. Spit, yeah, yeah, fair yeah, yeah. So what did you study in university? At university, oh, yeah. I studied biomedical science and I did a sandwich placement. Two years of hardcore academics and I did a year of placement mm -hmm. and I returned back. Once I've got a bit more experience and I did my final year. And by that time, I could, whilst I was in my third year, I would have the opportunity to go and apply for jobs there and then. Okay, so when you finished university straight after, did you have any problems getting into jobs? No. And the reason being is that I managed to gain the experience whilst I was a student. So I went for a sandwich placement. So I went and uh, seek for employment within my field. It was quite difficult, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, there's basically two ways to go around it. So the university will provide you with placements. But then as you can imagine... Yeah. As you can imagine, uh, there's only like few positions, five, six. You got a bunch of 120 students in the class. Yeah. So the competition is real. It's not like an easy job. So unfortunately, I didn't go through the university selection and I never made it. So uh, I thought to myself, university is not the only route you can get into employment. Why don't you drop up your CV to different cities, different places, different environment, different scenes. See where it takes you. And with the grace of God, I managed to get one in London whilst I was living in Birmingham. Okay, so were you commuting to London for work or were you, did you move there temporarily? I moved there temporarily for a year. Okay, what kind of criteria does the university ask for you if you are doing, if you want to do a sandwich course, if you want to go in, into employment, what kind of criteria are they looking for? Do you know? That is a very good yes. Because they don't know much about you and nobody's going to be asking you questions. The only way for them to evaluate what kind of individual you are, they will look at your first year's grade. As you all, everybody's aware, first year is irrelevant at university. No matter what you get, whether you get a first or a third, first year don't count. Second year, it counts, and from there onwards. But then when you go for a placement, these guys want to see, like, what you made of. So, if you did really well in your first year, that can show that what kind of determination and ambition you have as an individual. So... Evaluating from your first year's university, mm -hmm. both semesters that you're doing, whether you, were, you call it uh, managing at good grades or bad grades, it will see yeah. and select you based on your first year's uh, results. Did you find any difficulties within the work field? I find it really difficult because once you go into a place, you don't blend in really well and quickly. 
So you know, I, I was having it difficult because I was working in a place where I was the only minority out there. Mm. And if you're the only minority out there, it's a bit difficult. Nobody's gonna support you. Nobody's gonna give you the support that you need there and then because people don't know the struggle that you've gone through. Mm. So you know, if people don't understand the struggle that you've gone through, there's minimum help there. But um, besides that, you learn, and that's part of life. You know, you get up and move on. As of currently, how many years have you been working in that field now? I became registered in 2015. Yeah. Prior to that, I had laboratory experience. I graduated university at yeah. 2012. Yeah. So it was a very long time. I know I, I graduated. So in between there and then, I managed to <coughs> get the experience. But as you know, in many fields, you won't get the top jobs out there. You got to start from the bottom. Yeah. So you know from. From 2012 when I graduated, 2013, in two years, starting looking and working for jobs elsewhere. But um, yeah, 2015 became registered and I was working since 2015 right now. So it's, it's been four years I've been registered, you know? Four years, okay. And do you like it? Is, it? is it like the thing that you expected of when you studied? Definitely not. The, the studies that we did at university was more m- medicine based. We were all learning about pathophysiology, more human anatomy. You come to the actual job, it's, it's a total, totally different thing. Yeah. You'd be doing like maintenance, you'd be setting up analyzers, you're interpreting results, looking at bits and bobs, seeing similarities. You know, it, certain things that we're doing at the moment, it's beyond the scope of knowledge that we studied at university. You know? yeah. What I mean by that is, university, you will learn modules that is basically, for example, irrelevant to me. I studied immunology, hematology, microbiology. However, yeah. at the moment, I only work in biochemistry. So those studies that I studied, yes, maybe general knowledge for me. Yeah. Maybe that's the criteria for the university. Yeah. But when it comes to my employment, I'm only doing strictly biochemistry, straight chemist. So all the other subjects that I studied were a bit of, what do you call it, useless. I studied at universities. Do you enjoy the work that you're currently doing? I do. I do, I do enjoy it. I'm there for number one, the patients. So um, I, I really do enjoy it. You know, it's it's really what do you call it? Touching because yeah. you can see the results, mm. and when you see the results, you know, uh, you can relate to it. You know, for example, if you've been in the field for for many years and you see a lot of stuff going on, you not doing. A repetitive work yeah and if you ain't doing repetitive work yeah that basically tells you that every day you see a different scenario yeah. when you see different scenarios that is what makes your job interesting no it's definitely it's challenging isn't it because no Absolutely. two days are the same no 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 yeah, so certain days you get emotional you see what do you call it scenes or tragedy at work yeah in regards of patience and then you feel like really sad however it also like teaches you, educates you, yeah. you know, you uh, literally like educate yourself to be a better person, see what all reality is about, mm. see how other people are living, yeah. so, you know, it, it's a learning curve at the end of the day, yeah. that's the way I see it. Well, definitely, definitely. So what kind of person do you need to be to, uh, to become medical? What kind of person do you need to be to come into the field you mean? Yeah. Well, you gotta be. To, to be honest with you, you gotta be competent. I would say being competent and hardworking and ready to learn. It's 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 that commitment that you just need. If you're competent and you know are 
fit to practice mm. you know and you adhere to the guidelines that has been put in place i don't see the reason why an individual can't do the job it's straightforward anyone could basically do the job mm. you know it just takes a bit of experience getting familiar with the terminology getting yourself familiar with the systems in place Bob is your uncle it's simple, Did you know as. that you wanted to do That particular field No I didn't know um, But since I managed to go to My placement at university I've seen what it is mm. And from there onwards I really liked it And I said you know what it's not too bad You know I know a lot of people drop out First year second year Because they really might find it not uh, interesting But I was great and I'm grateful that I managed to have the opportunity to go for the placement and that placement literally gave me an insight of what the place is really like mm. and then yeah my ambition from there literally grew and grew nice <clears throat> so we got here with us one and only Hersi um, he's studying to become a doctor he's as well within the medicine industry as well um, so <coughs> Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm a medical student and yes, I've joined the medical field of course. Um, I study in Eastern Europe though. To get from where I am now, from where I was, because I went to school with uh, one of you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a lot of funny stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Especially uh, this nigga next to me. We were in college together of course and all those years ago, and uh, I, I think I've pretty much decided all those years ago that I was going to do medicine. It's just how was I going to get there. Okay. So uh, I did the course that we were doing at the time. Mm -hmm. And then from that course, I moved on to a university to study biomedical science. So right. Ali, the brother before, obviously he's in that field. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, the plan was for me to do biomedical science and from there move on to medicine. Because mm -hmm. that's what they pretty much say. Remember, you know, all Somali, all Somali community pretty much get funneled into that yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, do biology. Try to yeah. become a doctor. Yeah, or if that yeah, don't yeah. work, get into biomedical scientists yeah, 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 yeah. and all that stuff. Obviously, a lot of people uh, <laughs> got hit with <laughs> different consequences yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with that decision. But having said that, uh, from, from the course I was doing, you know, bi biomedical science... Mm -hmm. And if you do well in it, you can be successful. Ali himself is uh, the gentleman before me. Ali himself is yeah. a is a is an example of if you work your hardest in that field, you will definitely make it. But I, when I worked in a lab for a week, yeah. it wasn't for me. I just never liked it. Never liked working in a lab. I'm more of a people's person. I like talking to people, yeah. speaking face yeah. to face. Uh, but obviously, if you're not that type of person, a lab would be perfect for you. Mm -hmm. So. I've got my, I got the degree, obviously, uh, yeah. in, biomedical. in biomedical science, okay. uh, and then I just started working. Right. I started just working in, you know, all these odd jobs, working in the warehouse, yeah, in working in care, just trying to get money yeah. together. Yeah. And then I've heard uh, that uh, an opportunity was going in Eastern Europe mm -hmm. or in Sudan yeah. or in Egypt to, to study yeah, medicine. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of people are doing that at this moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've all started uh, to flock yeah. there pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But the place I went to was Moldova. And, uh, okay. and obviously it was, in my opinion now, Mm -hmm. In hindsight, I should have gone there sooner. 
looking back at it, I think I wasted a lot of time doing all biomedical science and wasting time on in, in doing my first degree, which, alhamdulillah, I'm happy. It gave me a stronger base, but I think I should have just gone straight to uh, Moldova. What do you mean by straight? How would you have done it any different then? Uh, to get into Eastern Europe, you just need your A-levels. Okay. If, if you have A-levels, yeah. uh, you'll... If you have decent A-levels, you'll yeah. definitely get in. I was studying with a guy, with a friend of mine, who who actually advised me a few years prior to me joining, uh, d- uh, doing my first degree. He said to me, come join me. I said, nah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'd rather, because financially I wasn't stable at the time. Yeah. And, you know, I thought to myself, am I ready for to live alone? Am yeah. I ready to live in a... In 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 the country okay. where I have I don't know anyone, uh, and, and then understand the language. I, I don't understand the language. Don't and really I've always lived with my parents at yeah. that time. Yeah. So I've never really lived alone. They've yeah. never really had uh, all that responsibility put on That's me. Right. And then not just that, Eastern Europe. Eastern. Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern. You know, as a black person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me go to Eastern Europe. No, you know. I don't go there. For no <laughs> yeah, but I, I you know. You know, it's not as bad as people think it is. You know, in all honesty. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot. As a black person, yeah. you're going to... Or as yeah, an ethnic minority, <laughs> you know, a lot of staring. Staring yeah. is a big problem. They, they, I, don't they, mind, I don't mind if the women staring at me. <laughs> I'm quite used to that. <laughs> if, if it was just yeah. the women, then I probably wouldn't be complaining. But it's... it's the, yeah. But, you know, here... You know, we're, we're going off topic here. But, you know, the racism here is kind of... You know, it it's there, but it's... Yeah, it's I don't know what shall we call it silent racism. It's not really in your it's face. A little type. bit outspoken, I would say a little bit, but it's not. It's not too much in your face. Yeah, but here it's to your face. Sometimes it's curiosity. Yeah. Oh my God, can I touch your hair? Oh. Stuff like that. <laughs> and I think to myself, why can I take a picture? I'm thinking to myself, why? And you think, <laughs> but that's what they do. Like in China, I heard like they take. Pictures. They think you're an NBA player. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's shocking, man. It's actually shocking. But then sometimes you you get the legit, the pure, good old fashioned. Culture, yeah, you know, hillbilly, redneck, good old fashioned. You know, you know, Brexit level yeah. racism. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 funny. Okay. But so why why do you choose Moldova if you're talking about racism? Because you have countries like Sudan. We have countries as uh, Egypt that you mentioned. Um, why did you choose Moldova? For me? Yeah. Uh, Sudan and Egypt would probably have been a better pick. Dean-wise. And, you know, probably less of the racism to deal with in everyday yeah. racism. Yes. But, first of all, t- with me, I think I rather wanted to stay in Europe. So, yeah. I rather wanted Romania to accept me or Bulgaria. or, or that, that, that was always my plan. Because otherwise, I would have gone to... If I if, if my first my plan A was get into any European country that yeah. accepts you, because yeah. they're closer and maybe there's some form of alignment yeah. that can be arranged. Yeah. If that don't work, get into Sudan, Egypt, or China. That was my plan B. You heard me, China. <laughs> I was gonna, I was literally gonna go China, okay. but but yeah, alhamdulillah, plan A worked. So I had the choice of four countries at the time. Yeah. So it was Romania, which. I didn't apply on time, so I, okay. I applied after the deadline was passed. Yeah. Second was Bulgaria. Yeah. The year I applied, they decided to increase the, <laughs> the, 
the the tuition fee. Yeah. So at the time, people were paying what two to three thousand euros a year, a year, okay. which sounds brilliant. Then so it was like basically here and there because at that time we were paying about the same. No, you see, at that time we were paying nine. Oh. Okay. 9,200 I think it was something like that this was after they changed this was like yeah and then Bulgaria must have noticed yo we're getting a lot of students from okay. <laughs> so let's increase the price so they increased it from I think 2 to 3 to 8 to 9,000 euros yeah. Yeah. A- and a like I was at, at that point I was like yeah I'm not I'm not gonna accept I'm like no nah, I'm not interested and then at that point I had Ukraine and Moldova to pick from yeah uh, out of them two I picked Moldova because yeah, Ukraine. I, Moldova. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched the news. I saw Crimea getting taken over, yeah. which sounds wrong, but <laughs> I was like, maybe it's not safe. Which again, it's wrong because I went to Odessa, which is in Ukraine. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful. I kind of regret picking Moldova yeah. now, but at that time I was a bit naive, thinking I'll go to a more safer, stable country. I heard some stories about Ukraine though that after six, if you're black, you have to be at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, you know I, I'm not Ukra- I'm not Ukrainian students, and I, but I'm positive it's yeah. not true. I'm I'm positive. I'm what I heard. <laughs> who, t- who told you this? Some guy that studies there. He actually uh, who? You know who? Oh, is it the? Yeah. Is that what he said? That's what he said. He then said basically after six o'clock, you can't be on the streets wandering around. Like basically, if it's dark, you can't be out there. Oh, because of because of the locals will yeah the local resident yeah. okay <laughs> okay yeah. I did not know that yeah. no because in certain areas the second language is is pretty much either or the third language is yeah, either Somali it's it, right? yeah it's Russian first it's Ukrainian then Russian and then whatever the majority of population because I'm sure there's some areas w- where there's a lot more Somalis yeah uh, there. Is that the same in Moldova? Like, do you have like no. a, quite a large no. Somali population? We have, Alhamdulillah, we have, we have. Not, a, I won't say large, but we have quite a, a quite, quite a good number. But are they from UK? Or are they from? All they're from over? UK, Finland. They're from all over, pretty much. UK, Finland. Uh, they're pretty much from the Scandinavian country majority. Okay. Yeah. So Denmark, Sweden. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, how many years are you into it now? I'm in my fourth year. I'm a fourth year student. I forgot You'll be to mention. Graduating next I'll year? be graduating in two years. Two and years, you're inshallah. Single, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the down parts yeah. Of, of yeah. Well, yeah. technically, you don't have to be. There are, there are some people I study with that are married and they they make it work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't have that ability yet. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think I don't I don't think I can do that. I I, I probably str- I'm struggling now. <laughs> I'm yeah, struggling yeah, literally now, but. What do you like as a student, as a medical student, coming a doctor? What strength do you need to have as a student? As a community, we always say become a doctor or become an engineer. Yeah. There's no in between. There's no left or right. Those are the two. I think in 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 our community that they propel. Uh, yeah. our, 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 well, our generation towards. Uh, I I think. Which is great in a way, though. Isn't it? Why? Because engineers can build the country, you know how the country is at the moment, and doctors can take care of the people. Yeah, but teachers as well. Teachers are the ones that are creating the doctors and the engineers. I, I, I so agree. they are the foundation, to be honest. I agree, but that's just coming from a teacher, though. We got to the teachers. You know what I'm saying? You know, but the, the <laughs> real question is: the real question is, yeah, is right now. Okay, you're thinking about the country. 
right? You're thinking about what can I do back home? Mm. They don't just have to be engineers and doctors to make a country successful. Mm. Don't get me wrong. They are, I think they're essential. I think they need it. I think, what, what, inshallah, if everything goes to plan and we all go back, the country will be fixed right. up the yeah. proper how it should be. Yeah. But you can't just funnel your children into, you need to become an engineer, you need to become a doctor. What if they're just not good at what academic studies? Exactly, exactly. So that's my point. What if he's more hands-on? Yeah. What if what if he doesn't want to do that? He wants to study history exactly, and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. Chop his hands off. <laughs> yeah. Then he learn. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen. Uses brain, no, no, no. I I think. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I I agree. The medical field is needed for back home, but. To ignore what your child wants to do or what he's good at, it's, it's, it's a mistake. You know, first things first, a parent always thinks to themselves, always thinks, want what's best for your child. Not, yeah. And also you want them to be happy. Yeah. And first, first things first, you always want them to succeed in the deen before anything else. Deen comes first, then inshallah their happiness and what they see and, and hope that they get a good, a decent life uh, in, in this dunya. Mm -hmm. That's why. So now you're into it four years. Four years. You graduate yes. in next year, inshallah. Two years, two years, inshallah. Two years. Yes. Um, 2022, guys. Is it, is it what yeah. you Qatar expected it to be? Uh -huh. Is it what you expected it to be studying medicine? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I enjoy it. I think it's it's easier than <laughs> biomedical science yeah. than I studied because that was oh my days it was it was awful I never enjoy it. the more I studied this course the more I realized I hated the other course it's awful alhamdulillah I got uh, alhamdulillah I got I, I passed it but I would never if I could give any if I could go back in time and I could give myself advice yo don't go to that place but to be honest I think the university made it worse for me because when I compared mm. it to other that's Aston Uni by the way <laughs> really, really re uh, respect put some respect on it okay. so what I'm saying is I, I spoke to my cousin who studied in UOB and I spoke to other people who studied in Coventry and places like that <laughs> then I'm going through half the half the stuff or half the coursework assignments we have mm. to do or writ write an essay and stuff like that that we had to do so i would if i could go back i, I definitely would go to that uni <laughs> yeah they, you right. know the worst thing is they tried to call me recently they said so has has this degree helped you in any way i was like you mother oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i've never honestly i th you know it's terrible but i've never looked at that degree ever again i probably use it now <laughs> you know when i come back or yeah. apply for any other job but i would never go back to it ever fair enough um what kind of advice would you give to the people that are upcoming doctors medi yeah, medi medical well, I'm not a doctor yet so or so people who want to do medicine yeah and they don't get into the UK system yeah you, you know the UK they made it w way too hard to apply you know there's a doctor's crisis here you would you would think you know the way they treat students they're pretending like there's no doc doctor crisis or, or nursing crisis yeah. or whatever within they're just the making it yeah within the NHS or within even you know, it's, it's it's crazy yeah, yeah. So if you, if you, it depends on how desperately you want to do it. Obviously, attempt to apply in the UK. Mm -hmm. If you first time don't attempt again, at least if you two attempts and you know, yeah, yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so find other avenues. And if you're really desperate, mm -hmm. there are other options available out there True for enough. you to do medicine. Because once you have the degree, yeah. you might have to do one exam, maybe two, and then that's it you can work here you can work in any country in the world that's pretty much uh that's how it goes okay so you said that you enjoy it 
Yes. Uh, what do you enjoy about it? Uh, learning new things. Proper. I'm actually studying. Uh, I'm actually properly studying the, the course. It it might have something to do with me enjoying enjoying learning the subjects that we study right now like how to diagnose patients how to treat patients what to give them when they're sick etc all that stuff so i genuinely enjoy that whereas in the you know whereas before it, it was nothing <laughs> like that yeah it was it wasn't it wasn't have you treated a patient or have you seen any patients? i've not treated any patients but i've seen i've seen a couple i've seen uh, quite a few patients yes okay but i'm not not by myself obviously there's a doctor and i'm just shadowing uh i've what i've seen a couple of surgeries take place yeah uh yeah man it's brilliant an amputation that was probably the 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 the, the biggest surgery how do you find that oh, watching was, the surgeries yeah man it was yeah. it was uh <laughs> it so made I me realize surgery surgery might not be for me <laughs> could you deliver a baby now no <laughs> hell no <laughs> hell no no first of all that is you know that call that is that is one field i definitely won't go into having said that the community does need uh, uh, OBS and gynae doctors, gynecologists. They definitely need that. So OBS and gynae doctors, definitely. So, yeah. But apart from that, I've, I, the, the only thing I can do, say to a person who wants to study abroad is if you really want to do it, there are other options available. But be prepared because you're going to have to go there. First of all, you'll be living alone. Be prepared to live alone. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't go through that problems. I had two boys already there, yeah, yeah. who who pretty much made my life easy. Okay. Um, you gonna shut them up? Oh, should I? I should, oh, innit? I, I should, yeah. You well, you know, nah, I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I'm not I going to. to this you know, they know who they are. <laughs> yeah. You right. know. So, um, what's the plan after? I'll become a doctor, hopefully, and try not to kill patients. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and genuine. What I'm gonna do is. I've been looking at a couple of... Basically, once I finish, I have to do two years of foundation. So, FY1, FY2. Yeah. And then, by that time, hopefully, I've, I'm, I've got a couple... Maybe I might specialize in a couple of fields. GP probably would is definitely one of my... Question job. Maybe, <laughs> maybe become a GP. That, you know what? <laughs> GP, you know, I'm not... I think being a GP is difficult. People don't... Uh, to, to become a P GP is difficult. Uh, but people don't don't rate it. You, like you just said, it's a cushy job. Why would you say something like that? Why? Because all I see them is sit Press down. And take the whatever you say, they just Google it anyways. Nah, you know, <laughs> Google that's, symptoms. That's right. they, you know, they actually studied six years, and then after that, they studied an additional five years. Yeah. So it's it's not as easy to become a GP as people think. Yeah, but the issue, people just see them like, okay, doctor, this is my problem. This is my problem. This is my problem. Right, I'm gonna give you paracetamol. People always say that to yeah. me, and I think to myself, ah, but they don't. It's not a lot more thought goes into it. It's not just I'll give you paracetamol. They don't just do that. It's the problem you have right now with GPs is that they don't see. They only see patients five minutes, five to ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're meant. Patients are only meant to be seen. That's the time limit that they were given. So they can't just sit down with a with a patient and give them all day. But yeah. I think GPs, shout out to all the GPs, they deserve more credit than they're they getting. They deserve respect, definitely. <laughs> when was the last time you seen your GP? The last time I needed to. <laughs> Which was when? 
Like was it last year? People don't go see their GPs for basic stuff. You know that? No, genuinely, genuinely. For example, for example, if 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 you say to a GP, I've got this condition, this condition, this condition. You give you give him a couple of things. You you give him a couple of what do you call it? Like you have a headache. You have a headache. You have you suffer from this. You have you have a bit. You know they do a blood test. That blood test can show something, and then from there on in, they can. They can either refer you to a specialist. Yeah. For example, they could refer you to an oncologist. You might not even know you might have cancer. No, so it all depends on how quickly no, you can they diagnose do that something. stuff. But a lot of it is like if you got the flu or something like that. So let's say with my 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 waiting point is like two weeks. Okay. So if I go to a GP and I have to wait about two three weeks. So by that time. I'll probably be healthy anyway. So when I go to him, I'll be like, yo, what's the point? <laughs> you know that you know that's more of a system problem. That's not really ah, the yeah. GP's fault. The GP's fault. <laughs> you know, they should free up some space yeah. for me, man. But yeah, GP, maybe a nephrologist, a rheumatologist, one of them I was looking at. You gave that advice, didn't it? Uh, my advice to kids is make sure you first things first, is this what you want to do? Number yeah. one, make sure you praise the khara, sit yourself down. And make sure within yourself you're happy. This is what I want to do. Yeah. But however long it takes. No pressure from parents. No pressure from parents. Make sure you're the first individual to accept. I want to become a doctor by any means necessary. Yeah. Then from there on in, you formulate a plan. If, if you're, after you pray your istikhara and you say to yourself, yes, I want to do this, formulate a plan. Yeah. See, how you can, see how I can get from point A to B. Yeah. So what you can do is, all right, the UK said no. All the UK universities said no. Where can I go? Can, and then make, make a list of countries you think will accept you or you have a chance of getting in. There are plenty of European countries that will take you in. Holland is one. All the Eastern European countries. Yeah. Poland. Yeah. Valencia, which is in Spain. Yeah. Uh, I should have gone there, I know. Why did you go Holland? Though, why did I not go Holland? Yeah. Uh, deadline. I missed the deadline. Okay. Yes, I missed the deadline. They, I called them to say... Uh, uh, I want to apply to Groningen. It was two universities, Groningen and Maastricht. And uh, I said to them, yo, I want to apply. And <laughs> they said, application form closed two days ago. Oh. That was Groningen. Yeah. I thought, okay, for them it closed two days ago. Call Ma- I'll call the other one. They're like, I pr- and they said, wait, the same person picked up the phone. I was like, what? But I thought you were for the, they're like, no, this is a national number. The whole application is closed yeah. two days ago. I was like, okay. So, yeah, that's, I missed the application, honestly. But, yeah, alhamdulillah, I'm fourth year now. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm happy. Uh, so, what was I saying? I said, formulate a plan, pick a country, find out what the requirements are to get into that country, find out how much it costs, find out the cost what it costs to study there the cost of living yeah. what are the people like do a bit of research absolutely research yeah. is essential because that's the the whole pl- after you formulate that plan then go discuss it with family members say this is what i want to do this is the plan i've come up with i want you to help me with what you can help me with but i would get a job and work for myself and see hopefully get to where i want to get to because know this six years every european country normally does six years so it will take you it will take six years of your life and medicine is for life okay it's for life after yeah. you start it it's yeah. for the rest of your life so you're gonna be in it for you're gonna have that knowledge and everything you do for the rest of your life okay, so enough, I would enough. Enough. Um, okay 
What kind of girl are you looking for? <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, I plead the fifth. Yeah. I plead the fifth. You know what? Just let's, uh, let's I'm, just I'm available. You're available uh, for uh, advice. 0121 so <laughs> for, any, for any people out there that want to you know, get in contact with you. With me, or or one further advice is all right if they get in contact with. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. They it. can they can call you and you guys just pass on the message. Or of course, Instagram, Snapchat, everything's available. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Hirsi, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Take care. Assalamualaikum, guys. Bye.